Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Flame On. I am Brian, and I have assembled with me together today a motley crew of fun and friendly individuals going around the room, sort of to my right, counterclockwise, if you will. I have Eric. I wasn't told I was supposed to wear motley today. Well, it works. Okay. I don't know why, but I see right. Motley in that shirt. I don't know. What does the shirt actually have on it there? I can't... It's one of the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz, oh. and it's carrying a basket full of cupcakes. Well, what a delightful... Cupcakes or muffins? Cupcakes, because oh. it's by the brand Johnny Cupcakes. Oh, well, all right. It's not called Johnny Muffins. That's some brand mar- some buzz marketing for them. Yes. Uh, good, good for them. <laughs> and, of course, Jeff's there. How's it, how's it going, everybody? I brought headphones. You did? Those are nice headphones. Thank you. It was a birthday present. Where, where, who makes those? Sennheiser. Those are Sennheiser. Those are, yeah. those are old school cans. Those are yeah. nice. Yeah, they're very nice, and they make your head extra warm because they're those closed ear ones. Oh, I hate that. Make hate your ears that. sweat. That's why I like earbuds almost. And uh, over to my back left shoulder, Pat. What's going on? And special guest, not seen or heard, I should say, with us since back in the media mess days, Melody. Hi. That's Melody, Jeff's wife. That's right. We are wed. My sister-in-law? Yes. I've never said that. That's kind of crazy. It is awesome, though, because I've known Melody not longer than Jeff, certainly. Actually, no, I think you have. Have I? Yes. Well, uh, Melody and I were uh, students at UCF together, and then, uh, you know, she came into the family through hook and crook. a a, a long time ago, there was a, a rumor uh, that I, I always want to ask you about. Was so that a long time ago when you first met Melody? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think you and and someone had deemed her good breeding stock. Did I? 
So I know like, hope. I said that about hope. It's like this is all very inside. Like, you know, if you and Jeff don't ever work out, maybe you could be the one to carry. Did I, a- Melody, did I say that? I did. Ooh! <laughs> Shocking that uh, a, a pittered would think that Mel- Melody is an amazing woman. It's like so. No matter what, she was going to end up with our DNA somehow. I, I, listen, uh, wow, I forgot all about that. Yeah. All right. Well, we are here to discuss all kinds of geeky, fun things. If you've never listened to Flame On before. Shame on you. Well, yeah, shame on you, of course. But, you know, this is a very uh, unique occasion because most of the people here are also from our, our earlier show, Media Mess. The weekly, monthly, monthly bi-weekly. Every so often. <laughs> Whenever we could all cram into Brian's old office, Media Mess. Yes. So uh, we're going to do more of that because Flame On is a lot like the media mess, really. It's the, um, next conti- it's the continuation. Slightly it's the- gayer version. Slightly. slightly. Depending on who's here, yeah. yeah. Oral will be joining us, we think, in a bit. We're, we're waiting to see if the transmat tube brings him to us. It's been clogged up recently with ants, actually. So uh, Is that his new boyfriend's name, transmat? <laughs> actually. Wow. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Not true, but almost. Okay. Uh, so speaking of ants, I, I, that was a very awful plug, but I did try uh, to bring in this this conversation that we want to start with, which is about the movie Ant Man. Hey, that came out this week. The Ant Man, actually, I think it's just Ant Man. Right? Yeah, it's. So if you haven't, if you've been living under a rock because you're an ant, then you may have not heard or about Patrick the Starfish. Oh well, that's true. He lives under a rock. Oh, and yeah, then that's yeah, the lyric, yeah, isn't true. it? Uh, so Ant Man is the new Marvel movie, Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not the Avengers. It's not. Iron Man, Captain America, it's very much kind of like Guardians, and it's a sort of a lesser-known property if you've never read a comic book. I was going to say, it's definitely not like Guardians in the complete separation of this from everything else. They really tried to make sure there was some connective tissue to the oh, rest of the Oh, well, we'll get MCU. to that. We'll get to that. But certainly, you could go into this movie not being a big Marvel movies fan and still enjoy it, I think. You would just be like, wait, who's that guy? What's yeah. up? What's up? So um, it is. It is uh, just opening this weekend while we're recording this. Several, in fact, you know, all of us in this room have seen it. It's, it's on track to be the second lowest winning box office weekend for Marvel. So, what was the first lowest? Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. <coughs> oh, okay. That's that, not a good sign. I mean, it's, I mean, I, put it this way: Ant Man does not have to be a big budget thing. I think most analysts said it would be low. Yeah. So, and the fact that it's winning is still a good, great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's still, um, it's still winning the box. Office. Overall, though, it's a very Marvel movie in the sense that it is very much funny. It's very much rooted in the Marvel comic book universe, in, well, universes, we should say. Yeah. Um, it is it is an entertaining movie. If you don't like superheroes, there's sort of a superhero or superheroes in it, but it's not a typical superhero movie. It's very much – you can tell, too, like Marvel even said, this was a movie that was supposed to come out with a different director and probably a different cast way back during the first phase of films. Right. Back Iron Man 1 and all those introductory movies. That's when they were originally going to release this. And it's just had a rough go. But they, they got all the pieces put together. They got a good director. They got a, a good cast. And they put out what they thought is as good of a movie as they could hope for. To so kind of pass it along to Civil War. What um, we talked a little bit about the previous director uh, Edgar Wright. Yeah. Um, actually, a lot of the end of the movie and certain parts of the beginning, I still saw his his DNA, if you will. Oh yeah. I mean, um, he was still the executive producer. Well, he still got a story credit. He got a story by story credit. credit. Yeah. Like a lot of him is still in this movie. Um, he, of course, if you don't know, did the uh, TV show Spaced uh, with. Uh, 
Simon Pegg and, and Nick, uh, Frost. Nick Frost. And he did Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz. Yep. Some great movies. Uh, most, most recently he did... Uh, World's End? Well, no. Well, also um, Scott Pilgrim. Most recently, I think World's you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. But, but, I mean, people would, if you didn't get into the British stuff, like, Scott Pilgrim is probably what you've heard of. Yeah. Was, that was his big thing. So, like, he was the original guy. They got rid of him. He left for whatever reason, you know. Creative this, that, differences. Yeah, creative differences. Uh, Peyton Reed came in. Peyton Reed from Bring It On and uh, what was the one with Ed, uh, Ewan McGregor and Reese, or not, uh, what the heck is her name? Bridget Jones. Down, love. down with down love. love. He did down with love. Peyton oh. Reed also did down with love. That was a fun movie. Too. He's, yeah. that movie. he's got a good playful directing sense. Well, yeah. and he's got a, a kind of a he's got a, he's he knows how to do a comedy. And this movie, more so, I think, than the other Marvel movies, did have a real strong sense of humor. Oh yeah. Not that it was a laugh a minute. It really isn't a comedy necessarily, but the humor is front and center. This was, I'll say, I mean. <laughs> Guardians, because of uh, what's his name, the director, oh, James Gunn. Gunn. Yeah. He's always got a kind of a tongue in cheek, like in a serious moment. This one was definitely more of a quick cut. This is a really intense battle, like, especially at the end with you know with a, a train the, element. Oh, the train! Th- oh, the train thing. And that was like cut to what you see as a full size person, and it was hilarious. Seriously. That was probably the highlight of the film for me. Yeah. I mean, I loved a lot of it. It was very funny. I, I, know, I heard a lot of us laughing. I know. I actually was kind of wondering what Pat's reaction was going to be. And he actually laughed more than I thought. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> really? You were laughing a Tonight, lot. Tonight, the role of Jared will be played by <laughs> Seriously. Pat. You, you were laughing a lot. I was like. No, I thought it was fun. I, I mean, I really didn't care. They did a good job. That's the one thing that Marvel tends to do well. Is make uh, is make me actually care about properties that I don't normally care about or that I know about. I'm an X Men fan. Uh, the Avengers movies, they were okay, and I mean, in the sense of, I mean, they were good movies. I like the characters. The individual movies, like I really can't stand Iron Man. So Iron Man three, I, I saw one and three. I could care less. I really couldn't care less about those movies. But in the overarching story, it works. For Ant-Man, for Guardians, I never read any of those comics. I liked them. Um, although, part of... There were three things about Ant-Man that I, I thoroughly enjoyed. First being the ni- late 90s, early 2000 callbacks and all of those jokes, kind of throwing some of those references in. Uh, because so many of the younger kids have no fucking clue about that at all. Like, we're now starting to get to the age where our parents were with those movies where it's like the adult <laughs> jokes and then the kids' <laughs> jokes. We're, you know, we're crossing that line into that territory now. Um, but then I also love the fact that it reminded me of two movies that I really liked during my childhood. Mrs. Doubtfire, because I felt like the whole, you can't see your kids, you know. Oh, wow. Just yeah. substitute the Ant-Man costume for drag. And I like that reference. Yeah, right? It, yeah, it, was, it really kind of it made it cute, you know, yeah. with the little sassy little girl. Like, you know, it, 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 it felt like that. And then, uh, honey, I shrunk the kids. No, yeah, I mean, because yes. yeah. I asked him in the beginning, I'm like, "Is this about a shrink ray?" Because that's a little too familiar. There. <laughs> when he first went underground with all the ants, I was like, "Or you're running through, yes. you know, falling through all the different things." I was like, "I really just feel like when they were running through the blades of grass, and you had all the, it, it really evoked those two things." And then with all those extra little references, I, I thought it was really kind of cool for our age bracket. Mm-hmm. It really kind of targeted us as like the recipients of those jokes. 
I did like how, especially when he was small, there was this kind of kinetic energy. Like, they didn't really explain how he was so super nimble. Yeah. But it worked because it never kind of dragged it out. It was always mm-hmm. like, when he shrunk, everything is, is quick. Hyperkinetic. Yeah, and it's really going, it's going fast, and he's bouncing around. And I was like, that's, that's good. It makes it never get kind of bogged down in, oh, this big, giant world. The most they did was in the bathtub. Yeah. So there will be spoilers, by the way. I mean, you know, just be prepared. If you haven't seen the movie... You don't, you don't care. Don't worry about it. If you care, come back or skip ahead a little bit. Um, but, yeah, the bathtub scene was the only point where they're like, the, tr- the trial by water. Yeah, and then the ant stuff a little bit with discovering different types of ants. That's the one thing that surprised me is the fact that they actually brought in a lot of maybe questionable, uh, not bi- well, biology, but, you know, whatever the study of ants are. I don't We're know what that about, is. There's no such thing as crazy ants? Well, I'm not even saying that as much <laughs> as just the electric thing. And there, there, there's just some things where I'm like, all right, that might be true. I don't know. I don't think so. Fire right. ants. I have to believe it. Fire yeah, ants that tend to make geometry. Like, it's yeah. like, all right, all right, okay. They, they, they are the Green Lantern expression <laughs> in the Marvel Universe. Fire ants become what you will them to yeah. be. And then the whole quantum thing was a little ridiculous. I mean, that's that's whatever. Like, Oh, sure. If Interstellar can do it, why can't they do it? Listen, I didn't say I like Interstellar doing it either, but, you know. It, it was... I, I, I feel like it's a Marvel thing, though. They totally. kinda, they have to leave this whole part where it's questionable, and you have to believe it. It doesn't Just matter what it. you know. You have to believe it. Well, tying into Marvel, it's like Janet Pym has definitely been shunted off to the microverse before. I liked, so, I liked how they did the, uh, the we haven't cast this role yet, so she's wearing a mask. Picture of them on the the, the, the <laughs> visor of the hat is obscuring her face. Uh huh. Like, yeah. oh, we just haven't cast her yet. Yeah. But I mean, they certainly, you know, again, spoilers, they certainly leave the door wide open. Oh, yeah. For her to come back somehow from the microverse because, you know, Hank, played by uh, Michael Douglas, you know, is very much like, ooh, so wait, you could go to the. You could go to the quantum world? Ooh, you know, like just so wait, scheming that, and planning. Although he didn't actually know how to get back because, spoilers, you know, uh, Scott goes down there and then doesn't remember how he gets back. So Yeah, but I mean, the fact that he did means that it's you know. not the end of the road. And then, Pat, you were telling me, I didn't well, notice this. I was going to say, first of all, she's Janet Van Dyne. No, they got married. But I mean, in the credits, she's, she's, she's credited as Janet Van Dyne. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. You're well, right. Of course. And, and Hope takes her last name in the movie you're right you're absolutely right although they never say hope van dyne uh but she is hope van dyne in the credits as well um did any of you guys see the wasp wings when he was coming back out or when he was going one of the the, one of the ways in or out i did not at all there were there were wasp wings in there Hmm. i had wondered if they were going to do that because it that was the one thing i can say that i didn't like about it i felt like a lot of things were a bit obvious like uh that the marvel thing where the whole family dynamic how it's a little too ooey gooey yeah, and uh, yeah. the whole bad guy thing, he's very generic, which I know that was oh, a big God. And the actor it. is above that. Corey Stoll can put in a good performance. Yeah. Yes, I yeah, agree. Yeah. It's just, I think it's the Marvel is... Oh, actually, no, that's not because Marvel usually, I mean, sometimes gives their their uh, villains good chunks. But yeah. like Ronan was pretty middle of the road. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yellow Jacket, middle of the road. I mean, so it's not out yeah. of the realm of possibility. I think, I I mean, I think it also kind of... Um, it kind of gave away the story, like what's to come. Also, you yeah. know, they they get they did too many broad, big hints as to, hey, this is what the next movie's going to be about, or this is where the story's going. There's no surprises there. I think that was the only thing I didn't like about it. Iron Man two suffered from that too. It was yes. the everybody agreed after you watched Iron Man two. It's like this is basically just the, oh well, this is what's coming in Avengers. Not this is a good movie in its own right. It's, right. This is all what's coming. So specifically, you're talking about uh, the fact. I mean, one thing. That he encounters the uh, Falcon at the Avengers headquarters right. and totally brings in that whole thing. And even if you don't stay for the end credits stuff, 
You definitely see the writing on the wall there. Right. Yes. Although, guy. there are two in credits sequences. There's yes. mid, it was mid credits and in credits. Yeah. So, mid credits was uh, the reveal of Hope getting her own wasp suit. Shocking. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, the end to end credits, probably just a scene taken directly out of Civil War. In fact, War. it was a daily from Civil War. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that just references Ant-Man. doesn't show him in any way, shape, or form. But uh, specifically, so that we didn't like the villain, it was kind of paint by numbers. Did you guys I like him? I didn't Hank? like him. Just, I mean, it was just a typical origin yeah. story villain. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, Hank, uh, actually, very much like Iron Man's, uh, what's yeah. his name? Stain. O- o- Obadiah Stain. Oh, uh, Jeff Bridges? Yeah, kind yeah. of like that oh, business yeah. guy who takes everything over and wants to do more with the company than the predecessor. And wants to rule the world. Just, rule just the world. becomes the evil version of the hero. Yeah, yeah, I that. did love the talk, because, you know, in, in the new Avengers stuff, especially with when Hank uh, Pym has been trying to be made relevant, there is always a lot of shit talking between Hank and Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. I like that Pym just carries this deep grudge of all Starks. Oh yeah, he's like, oh, oh, that cutesy little Iron Man suit—that's not real tech. Like, man, talking. If, if shit. only you had Reed Richards in there in the mix, and it would be just perfect. Who's Reed awesome. Richards? He doesn't exist in this <laughs> universe. He doesn't actually. No. But, uh, we, but we do know somebody that climbs walls. Oh and yeah, I love swings that. and yeah, that was that was lovely. Yeah. Little little Spider-Man reference if you caught that with the journalist. I did like the the way they did the whole story, the backstory, like you know, oh this happened and the guy's narrating and puts it in the mouths of the different people. Oh yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Like Michael, Michael Pena. That was. I think the side characters were one of the most enjoyable they part were, of the entire movie. They even were really even funny. Ti, Ti was who's Ti? Yes, the, the black guy. Oh, <laughs> he's a rapper. <laughs> oh. Oh, I, I, Texas <laughs> Instruments? Is that what he's short yes. for? He yes. makes we great went, calculators. We went through this two weeks ago in the, the comics one. T.I. got referenced in that as well. Oh, Lord. You remember that bl- uh, Blurred Line song? Yeah. He was one of the guys in that song. Oh. He's the one who started rapping. Okay. There you go. You, you've listened to T.I. I have. You <laughs> know, oh, Jesus. Not yeah. the stupid air horn. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what about Janet? We like Janet. I think that was... Hope? Yeah. Ho- I'm sorry. Hope. God. And I kept thinking she was Janet like, the whole time. I'm like, this is Janet. This is Janet. It's not well, Janet. I mean, had Janet's haircut. Had everything. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> had so, Bob for days. She borrowed it from Claire from <laughs> Jurassic World. She got it, went to the same hairstyle. Bob is back. <laughs> Although it did not get nearly as wavy. Maybe because it wasn't in a jungle theme. Didn't yeah. get nearly as wavy by the end. She had far more yeah. sensible shoes, too. She did. Now, now, uh, that is interesting, because we looked this up, actually looked it up on the way home last night. Pope is from, what, MC2? Yeah, the alternate, uh, I forget what universe number they yeah. called it, but okay. she, uh, she was, it was her and they have a, uh, a son, so it was twins. It was Hope and Change. Uh, I think Hank Pym Jr., I think, yeah. so she goes by Red Queen, uh, that's her thing, and she apparently was a bit crazy and evil and wow. tried to kill Cassie Lang yeah, because... No. They weren't part of the Avengers. Cassie Lang kind of took that role from Scott in that progression. So they apparently try to kill them and have the Revengers. And she tries to blow up the new Avengers mansion and some shit like that. It was a very short Wikipedia entry. So apparently she didn't do that much. But But, she she was brought in in 99. So she's not... But there's precedent. There's precedent. Yeah, there's no, precedent. It wasn't just a made-up character. Because in, in the comics, you know, Janet and Hank are still very active. Well, relatively. In different, kind, kind of. Yeah. Maybe? So now, not anymore. We'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll shift that over. Yeah. Uh, although, the main Ant-Man book right now is Scott Lang. I was going to say, we just, when we get to the end of Secret Wars, I don't think they're going to be all that relevant right yeah, at the beginning. Probably least. not. That was. I know Oral would disagree, but that was one of the, the nicer... Remerge, uh, reemergences of uh, of an Avenger when they did that whole book, the miniseries with Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. uh, the more recent one with uh, Children's Crusade. Yeah, 
Ah. They act, that's when Scott Lang got brought back. Yes, yeah. that's right. They did because he was dead him. during yeah. Bendis's run. They did kill him off. Yeah. Yes, pretty badly too. Because wasn't was Cassie alive? Because that's what it. <laughs> that's I don't, when Cassie gets killed. Oh yeah. That's what I read. But they brought Cassie back too. Now she's de-aged a bit, like she's younger. Oh, so she's not like early twenties. No, it's weird. Avengers. In the Ant Man book, she's like teenager, like early. To they still call her stature. Well, not in this book. No, I think they're just pretending that didn't happen. I don't know. It's weird. Huh. It's very much definitely timed for the movie, although it came out a few months early. And so she's just like a kid that he's trying to look out for, just like the movie. Again, they're lining wow. things up. But yeah, stature. She was definitely not that young. Um, what else about the movie that we liked? Anything else exciting? I mean, it was it was good. I think I think the big takeaway is if you were hesitant because you were not sure if it would be, and I know there was a lot of people who were hesitant, and there were some people who were reviewers who weren't very happy with it. Um, it was good. It's it's very much in lines a lot of the movies. Just just a little more funny and it's, not as uh, superhero, more heist. I, I think mean. I think it goes back to like Marvel at this point has not done necessarily any. Bad movies. Right. They've done some it's perfectly fine yeah. movies. And they've done some great movies. And, but like they've never actually like dropped they haven't dropped the ball yet. Yeah, no, and a lot of people thought this was the one. Right. They thought this was gonna be the one that finally just shat the bed just because yeah. of all the trouble getting this made. Right. You know what? I it gave me what I expected. I expected it to be funny because of Paul Rudd. It actually um was funnier than I expected. So it, it gave me what I wanted to see. We didn't talk about Paul Rudd much. I mean he has been in funnier roles. Yes. But as Scott Lang, I mean, Scott Lang is kind of an everyman in a sense, and he was a criminal. Like, they kept to his origins very faithfully. But, I mean, he plays a great Scott Lang. And now when I read Scott Lang, guess what I'm going to think of? Yeah. Paul Rudd. Yeah. He, he still has comedy face. Oh, yeah. But he got Chris Pratt's body. He did. Yes, yes he, he did. definitely yes. got more <laughs> in shape for this, as most Marvel people do. The very, the very least, if you're an actor and you want to get into a Marvel movie, the one takeaway is, hey, you'll get in shape for it. Leave yeah. it to Marvel to turn comedians into leading men that everybody wants to see. Well, <laughs> oh, man, Jim Carrey missed the boat. He oh, did. There's still time. He could be something. No, he's, he's, he's too, he's too, he's too no, his ship yeah. has sailed. withered yeah. a bit. Oh. Well, that's what Chris Pratt said, because I think somebody asked him about having to get in shape and... You know, between his his chubbier days and and now, and he goes, um, if somebody's going to pay you millions of dollars to be in shape, you know, I'll be in the gym. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, That's even though, very like, quickly. Yeah, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans was in shape already. Yeah, but he was definitely much more comedic actor before Captain America. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, like course. he was. Yeah, he was definitely. on the way to being like Jim Carrey, not Jim Carrey, but like kind of Robert Downey Jr. level snark. Yeah, right, always right, had yeah, the good yeah. snark down. I don't think he was going that direction necessarily. I feel like Chris Pratt and Paul Rudd were more into that established comedic roles. Yeah. As, as opposed to Chris Evans, who was still kind of up and coming. And I think this kind of brought him out more, even though he had those really funny roles in the past. What was that one comic movie he did before that? Not that was the he did Fantastic Four. After that, it was he where they Scott were. Pilgrim. Oh, the they were like mutants, oh, kind of, sort of. No, they, they were assassins, and they got like it was uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in it. Oh, Zoe Saldana. I have that. That was a comic Shoot, book. Yeah, as well. you're right. It was something seven. No, Six? that was not the one with. Um, <laughs> they they had some sort of secret. Super Sense or something? No, 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 no I know no, that was. There, there oh was, God, don't bring that one up. Okay, that was, I like that, that one. Up. Oh, that that was there was another novel. one though. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. It was yeah. a graphic novel. But he did the whole kind of. He was doing like a dance sequence, and he was being all funny. But he was still, you know, action. But he was just a comic relief. 
And that's why, like, when they first cast him as Captain America, it's like, wow. Yeah. Marvel nope. taking a chance. No one really got that. So uh, let's move on because we've, 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 I think we talked enough about Ant-Man. Now, SDCC was last week as we're recording this. And, and by now, everything has leaked. Everything has leaked. Um, and everyone's pissed. Well, well not DC's everybody. Pissed. DC's yeah. pissed. Warner Brothers. <laughs> let's start with DC because that's um, probably the bigger bunch of announcements, I think. Uh, they had new trailers for uh, Superman versus Batman, or mm-hmm. whatever that's called. Uh, Batman versus Su- I, Batman Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Sounds like the worst legal case ever. Yeah, really. Um, the Losers is the name of the Chris Evans. There you go. Um, so there was also so so. Let's start there. Did you guys? I mean, I certainly was not excited. I'm, I'm very hesitant about that movie. Would you say well, that Batman you, v Superman? Yeah, yeah. Were, were, was the new trailer? Uh, with showing Wonder Woman, with showing Lex Luthor, uh, giving a little bit more of the info about Batman and why he's pissed at Superman. Did all of that sort of satisfy you and go, oh, all right. No. No. If anything, it just reinforced how crazy it is, and I've said this before, that during the comic book years of like the late 90s and before that, Marvel was always the dour, serious one for the longest time, and in DC they really elevated their heroes, and like these guys are celebrated. Right. In the movies, they're doing the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. DC is just so damn depressing. It is. I agree. Joyless. It's too dark. And, and I yeah, mean, I even like if it. Marvel goes a little more serious like they did in Avengers. Or Daredevil. Yeah. Or Daredevil, and, yeah. And then they'll bounce back with an Ant-Man. You know? and, and, I, and I don't think DC has a comedic movie. Um, that was Green no. Lantern, and it didn't do well. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't intentionally funny. Well, no, that's, I was a, say. that's apparently what caused the edict to not have comedy movies because Green Lantern was their kind of jovial movie, and it bombed. Which yeah. actually, it thank goodness it did because now we get Ryan Reynolds back for Deadpool. Yeah. Yes, in a suit. Yes, I don't care. It's not like you can see him. It's not like he's going to have washboard abs. He does for oh, the, sh- the set does. photos. <laughs> set photos are enough. I haven't seen these. Um, so and listen, we had them in Wolverine Origins, and that did not go well. No, well, let's not talk about that. Honestly, <laughs> they sewed his mouth shut. They sewed his mouth if shut. If you look at movies like Days of Future Past, First Class, some of the other X Men movies, they're not super ponderous. Like they have some pretty fun moments. They're not comedies. They're not even what I would say the Marvel is doing. But like compared to Superman, Man of Steel, and compared to the Batman movies, Wait, like, you're referencing the X Men movies. Yeah, as a as a contrast. So because they're not made by Marvel, right? No. So I'm saying but still superhero Marvel movies properties. can work, and I'm surprised that DC, even with the Green Lantern thing, wouldn't look to those and go, "Well, look, it doesn't have to be the Marvel formula. It can be." Something else. Would, you know? Could you put it all on Goyer since he's always like the main Absolutely. writer? Absolutely. I have said this on several shows. David Goyer is the reason that he keeps they keep writing it dark. I mean, his fingerprints are all over this stuff. But and all, Snyder too. I mean, he's a. But I mean, movies. all the Batman mm-hmm. movies were dark. And, those and they were good. So well. I, oh no, no, I Nolan. Never, and I would never yeah. blame Nolan. And I, we've we've talked about this. But, I would never blame him. But the difference is, Batman can be dark. Right. Yeah. Superman's not supposed. to Superman be dark, shouldn't be dark. Right. And with the X Men movies. They're dark in tone for the most part, but they're not sepia. You're oh, not yeah, literally you, light. Yeah. yeah, you have color. You have brightness. 
in the movies, you have and Halle Berry trying to crack a joke as Storm. I, Doesn't I feel work. Like, well, I feel like even set the, the X-Men, they can kind of make fun of themselves. And that's what they always do, whether they're a part of Marvel or not. But DC can't seem to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Wolverine was throwing one-liners in the first movie. I mean, Singer kind of set yeah. the tone of, it's it serious. It's, it's, it's not serious. It's more realistic. Right. Like, we're not going to run around in spandex right. and yellow suits. Sure. We're going to run around in typical kind of leather because it just makes more sense. Now, while we're talking about this, of course, I do want to bring up X-Men Apocalypse because as many of us have oh, noticed God. and seen, uh, the Apocalypse rendition He's that so we've short. seen. He is is not very tall. Now, that He's could so be something short. that changes. Like, his stature can change. But uh, there is the pop- I'm feeling short today. There is a popular meme going around that he looks like... Uh, Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze from uh, I can Power show Rangers. you proof. On, uh, I have a little g- a group chat going... As soon as they released the photo on uh, my little group chat with my friends around the country, you, you I, I, I was like, wait a minute. This bitch looks familiar. Pulled up a picture of Ivan Ooze. There it is. Well, so <laughs> – and, and what's so shocking, too, is Jared, our very own Jared, who uh, we could tell you he's even here. No, he's not. Um, <laughs> Hi, Jared. I love Jared. Um, Hi, I'm here. How you doing? There you go. So Jared actually did a little Photoshopping on the actual guy, you know, the actual rendition, put a little bit of makeup, like the little lip liner, and I think maybe even Wait. took a Photoshop hang and on. extended it. I, hang on. Let me see. I have a photo that Tuan, my friend, sent me as a way to be like, you know, even if they did this, it would have been better. Yeah. So, like, what I wonder did is... Did he do that? Yeah. He did that one? No, no, no. That's not him. Sorry. That's oh, not him. okay. That's, that's, a, that's a cosplay guy. That, that's someone who – but that's the thing. They were showing people who did cosplay, and they're like, that's how you do Apocalypse. What is this crazy – what and is this? And you see they took the same elements. They just added yeah. and increased yeah. and made them a little bigger. Because Apocalypse is, at its core, taller, and I would even dare say beefier. And I'm not looking for Mr. You know, muscle Man, whatever, but the guy playing him, I can't remember his Oscar name. Oscar Isaacs. Yeah, he's just like – Sort of an everyman. He might be a little more muscular, but the suit he's got on doesn't show that off. Yeah, I know. He, they, he's, a, he's a great actor, and he's done a lot of stuff coming up. He's in the new Star Wars. He's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, they could have done – I mean, my only, my only justification is maybe this is a set photo. Maybe well, harsh lighting, so, right. special effects – Hope. Well, that they have also re- not released, I guess, but leaked the trailer. The trailer that they leaked had him show up, and yeah, again, it was sort of underwhelming. Ugh. But his voice too. Like, I, and they said they did say something. Like, well, the voice isn't necessarily. Maybe, fixed. maybe this is his Mumra version. <laughs> maybe he's in bandages. I like hope this so. is. He's in, gonna transform and in the Dragon Ball Z out. sense. This isn't even my final form. Well. And, you know, that, honestly, if you think back, and someone else pointed this out, that if you go back to the Quicksilver costume, when we first saw that All the grief from Singer, it was like, what the hell is this crap? And sure enough, I can good. tell you, I can tell you right now, the, the costume for Quicksilver from Days of Future Past was still stupid. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. The, and his scenes were memorable, but sure. the costume was still retarded. What do you guys think yeah. of uh, Psylocke? She looks pretty much like well, Psylocke. I love, the, I love the fact that the 90s. this movie is, is the 80s. <laughs> She's the she's the oh, English ladies. chick that got Psychic turned into ninja? an Asian ninja. Psychic ninja. Mm-hmm. Psychic ninja. Yeah. yeah. She she started out as a as a British model, mm-hmm. and now she's an age, Asian Asian. She's an Asian Secret ninja Asian man. Mm-hmm. With a yeah. she, she started out with a lovely oh. pink jumper that was kind of flowy with now, with the, with the big silky arms, with the big silky arms and, and long the, flowy feathered purple hair and a butterfly psychic. A telepathic imprint. You, I, you know they're going to do that at least once. Um, I was now like, she's Olivia Munn. 
who is fine. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that. She looks Storm. I think looks interesting. But I, I love the fact that like they went eighty Storm, so leather mohawk, yeah. cool. Because it's set in the eighties. Yeah, they're jumping ten years at a time. Um, so you have all these eighties outfits, oh. and then you bring in Psylocke, pure fucking nineties, pure Chris, Chris Claremont nineties. Yeah. Which is, I mean, again, that's got a telepathic ninja blade that is, coming I'm, out of a I fist. I am fine with that. I'm fine with what I've seen of Scott, of young Scott, young Gene, young Jubilee, of course. Like, I mean, all that looks great. I hate that they may, they're making them all, like, in the same age bracket. Yeah, I don't, I don't love yeah. that they're mixing up my continuities and all that. But, I mean, it certainly, like, that all works. And I'm, a singer is going to be, I, I know Singer will do a good job. I'm, I'm not even thinking the movie will be bad. I just, uh, I saw that. I was just sad. The other thing I saw is the uh, Suicide Squad uh, leak trailer what'd you think of that uh actually i'm a little more interested and only because of the angle like i I, i've never been a big suicide squad fan i've never really gotten into that but i do kind of see the value in it and i'm kind of interested to see what happens i don't know if it's gonna be good so is joker the villain of suicide squad no No. he's part of the team i think they're all villains they're all all villains i I mean i I understand he could be the guy who goes he's not the antagonist of the from what i've heard it's it's some spoiler alert it's somebody on the team who it's kind of like a league of extraordinary gentlemen thing like somebody who's kind of helping them and putting them on different (laughs) missions and then does a twist where they're all kaiser soze yeah was it rick flag i think is the one that might be the turn code well i don't know either way it is interesting to see a flip side, but again, super ponderous, super dark. Yeah. But, you know, but thank God we have Will Smith to oh, tell Jesus. us they're the Turn Suicide around. Squad. <laughs> that was lit. and tell us to let's go save the world. Always, <laughs> always the best when you have an actor literally say the name of the film in their script. Yeah, that, that was an awkward moment. They, else? Did, they did it with Ant Man. Yeah. Well, well yeah. But, and there's one that scene that's Damn. missing from Ant Man that was in the commercial. Yeah. Where he sits, where uh, Rudd sits down with uh, Douglas and goes, and about the name Ant Man. Like that was gone. Gone. Yeah. 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 That was funny, though. But I mean, they do that for gone. trailers yeah, a lot. They've done that. Ever, um, ever since that was, the infamous twister tractor wheel hitting the windshield that ever oh, happened in the movie. That was yeah. like the Monsters yeah. University one where they, uh, <laughs> they take Wazowski out and glue all the. Mirrors on him and spin him oh, as a, yeah, a disco, disco wall. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Never happened. What other SDCC things? Were there anything? Uh, Fantastic like? Four. I mean, because that whole Marvel panel was the Fox Marvel yeah. panel. They had the big, the ultimate Marvel superhero selfie. Yeah, um, that was cool. I, I don't I don't know that I hate the new trailer. I'm still a little kind of like, wait, what are you doing? But, I mean, it basically just seems like it's the uh, ultimate it's, Fantastic it's, Four. It's the DC version of Fantastic Four. It's so depressing. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. It's, we've been given these powers. We're going to be used as weapons. None of, n- not one of us can beat him. Yes, but all of us can beat him. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah. I have no Did interest you? in saying that at all. I, I just want to fix my friends. Shut okay. up, Reed. <laughs> oh, Reed. Reed's way too young for me. I, like, I, I got to have a little older Reed. You don't like Miles Teller? No, but I do back with the old Fantastic Four movie. Well, not the old, but, you know, the older. Ian, Ian, Ian Griffith. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but um, Jessica Alba, though. No. <laughs> no, no, just God was not. Again, no. we're, we're sitting here going, "Well, how are Chris Evans?" Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. But there was no way that Chris, <laughs> there was no way Chris Evans and Jessica Alba were related. No, and no. they were not supposed to be related well, in that movie. Yeah. There's really no yeah. way. Yeah. Well, well, at least, and then this time around, and this one, this Sue's one? adopted. I was going to yeah. say Sue's yeah. adopted. The storms are yeah. black. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Sue is adopted. That's kind of a cool twist. Uh, and, and Ben doesn't look like I mean, that's too blocky, too weird. I he doesn't look bad though. He doesn't look I mean, bad. I like he has that, no pants. Yeah, I like that they're not even trying to put underwear on him. It's well, like, you know what? It's stupid. He's naked. Um, <laughs> rock, I mean, rock dick for days. 
If, if they had put a rock dick on him, then I would go see the movie just to see it. And only it's only when he gets excited. And then walk out when you saw it. We're yeah. done. Oh, that'd be funny. That he gets joke. a stalactite when he gets excited. I'll just, I'll, I'll just text until, until there's rock dick, and they go, all right, good amount. See you later. Wow. It, this, and, this meshed uh, the Watchmen for uh, most dick in a movie. Oh, that'd be amazing. He, and, and again, no Chickless. Like, Chickless would have been. Uh, bring, bring, bring back Chickless for the thing. He could play a thing for days. He's <laughs> really. He, he could play my thing. He could play a thing for days. Hello. <laughs> Damn it! I was supposed Tim to Curry. I was supposed to get that rim shot sound effect for to, for today's recording. Oh, Damn it! Added in post. <laughs> uh, so yeah, SCC was fun. I mean, it was it was a bunch of stuff. Uh, the Star Wars the behind the scene trailer thing that was fun. I, I had heard way back when they were planning out SDCC that. Marvel proper uh, MCU stuff they pulled out they weren't doing yeah. anything and I understand why now because there was such a heavy DC presence such right. a heavy Fox presence yeah. it was almost like you saturation know what? you guys can have it yeah go I mean, crazy did you like the Deadpool trailer oh the Deadpool trailer um, I haven't seen it yet it was okay I don't know that it was as funny as I wanted it to be and the jokes were like kind of uh, uh, have you but, read Deadpool well, some of the jokes are kind of like no mm-hmm. no they are but I just I don't say know. Jimmy Chango one more time I don't care I want to know why Colossus got picked to be put in the movie yeah it is not of choice. all characters <laughs> I think Domino was supposed to be in there too wasn't Colossus also in the game the game a oh. couple of the X-Men were I didn't get to yeah, Colossus um, Domino's going to be in Rogue too. and huh. I think Psylocke were in there but if you were going to pick any person and you were going to have to do CG anyway <laughs> Cable yeah, Why know, not really. go with Cable? But Cable would be the perfect person. The X Force. There is, but we have, but we have no idea on which X Force. There are so many different iterations of X Force that you can do. I hope that. And you man, they if they did Cable, they don't. You shouldn't touch his origin with a ten foot. No, 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 no. Why not? Don't I, even bother because yeah. it's so convoluted it with is. what they've set up in the it movies. It would, would it, would it be, be amazing? A, no, they're not going to have kids in time. I don't know. It would be interesting if they worked that into the oh, man. apocalypse movie. Because you would have to have Inferno. Madeline Pryor would have to show uh, up. You could yeah. stream, apocalypse you is could, fucking you you know, techno-organic somewhere. You could streamline Just it a say bit. Warrior from the Future. Warrior from the Future. Terminator. All you got to say. <laughs> Psychic powers anybody, somehow. Anybody see Terminator? No. No. Yeah. Somebody asked about it, actually. We went to Starbucks today, mm-hmm. and somebody said, because they had mentioned it. I was like, oh, did you guys see the new one? No, not yet. Oh, yeah. Not yet. Yet is important. Like, I, really? You want it? I kind of feel like I have to see it, but... I wanted because to see it because Matt Smith said it. That's I, I can see Salvation. With an American accent. So. Yeah, I need to I see that. I didn't either, but I feel like I'm okay with that. I'm, I feel like that's all right. But I, I, I really kind of want to see this just because I saw all the other yeah. ones. And I wish I didn't see three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Poor Nick Stahl. Well, oh. apparently Matt Smith has a very has a small screen time part. Right. But it's extremely pivotal to the story he works for skynet in some fashion hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, I, I would like to see that eventually. I can certainly wait to come down on Blu-ray. Um, what uh, movie-wise, this is, we talked about Inside Out last time or two times ago, whenever we had uh, I still our last podcast. I haven't seen that. Neither have I. Honestly, I don't want to see it. What? what? I think you should. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm just getting It's like Pixar has kind of thrown me off. I don't are you, know. Are you a peak Pixar? You, you're yeah, past peak Pixar? Um, past. She was... Well, we saw Monsters University. We did, but was, not in the theater. That one was sort of... Yeah. I mean, that was the last Pixar. Cars 2. I mean, that... Oh, that see, Never saw no. Cars 2. No, thank you. Yeah, no. Didn't um, want to. Don't like anything that features Mater as the primary vehicle. Oh. Sorry, Unintended. Didn't really... I didn't even finish Brave. I, I, did you finish? Yes, Brave? I did finish Brave. I like Brave. 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 Brave was okay. It was just their version of a Disney princess movie. I feel like they wrapped everything up with uh, Toy Story 3, and then I'm done with oh. all that stuff. Unless they come out with something all right. really, really good. I, I want to see, like see them channel full-on Miyazaki and do something fun like that. Yeah, see, I, I'd rather just go and watch the Miyazaki films. And Miyazaki. I love them. And Trying his hand at CG, or the studio is trying their hand at CG in their next film. This, but it's that? not a Miyazaki film. It's a short film. Actually, no, I think I thought it was Miyazaki. It's Hayao oh, doing a short film it? with CG. Really? Okay. I, 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 I saw I a news bite about that. I know some of the other directors are doing stuff, but I just wish Disney would buy Pixar, uh, buy, buy Ghibli, which they'd never sell. But, I mean, they could do it like Pixar, have somebody come in and run it and preserve their amazing legacy. John you know? Lasseter would jump on that mm-hmm. at a heartbeat. Oh, of course he would. He would. Yeah. Of course he would. Well, Lasseter is like charge of all that Disney film. Anyway, so. But, uh, but just remember, <coughs> Rick Astley will give you every movie in the Pixar library oh, except Lord. one. He's never going to give you up. Thanks for jumping right in on that one. <laughs> yes, that was, I saw it yesterday. Oh. So, all right. So if we're done with movies, can, can I segue into uh, a TV show? And I'll put air quotes around TV show. Sense8. Oh. If you haven't started watching it yet, if you're a sci-fi fan, it's interesting at the beginning, and it gets actually a little addictive. I heard that. Yeah. I've heard that it's interesting, Some but people have slow, said they really enjoy it, and I have feel they? like I can't really they watch have. it. And then oh. next thing I know, it's four episodes in. <laughs> I, so similar that's what taste. I keep hearing. From I went through people. six episodes in day, in day one. Yeah. I am ten episodes in right now. I think. So the one yeah. I saw today was not the last episode. No, that's episode ten. No, God, no. How we many? Saw, ep- there's, I think twelve. Okay. I think there's twelve episodes. So I have two more to go before I'm done. Um, but Does, as, as all homosexuals will point out, <laughs> the bathhouse scene. The what? orgy. Oh my god. Bathhouse scene? Oh my god. Is that, is that the yes. orgy? What's that? Is that yes. the orgy I've heard about? Yes. Oh my. Because, okay, so the, the premise is that, and, and it's really kind of convoluted, so I'm going to give what I have. J. Michael grabbed. Straczynski with the Wachowski brothers. As if it couldn't Wachowski, get any more convoluted. The Matrix people. The Wachowskis. <laughs> Wachowskis. They're not the Wachowski brothers anymore. Oh, no, we don't no, need any right. more fucking hate You're mail. right. Oh That's my god. Wachowski siblings. Right? Yeah, they siblings. just call them the Wachowskis. Oh, okay. It's just Wachowskis. Okay. So. There is a cluster, and they're, they're sensates, not sense eight, like the actual, but it's S E N A S A T E. So these eight people are born, and then they are awakened, and they are mentally and emotionally connected to these other eight people. Through any, they could be anywhere in the world. So there's one who's in um, 
you have London, you have India, you've got, um, I think it's Russia, um, you've got two in the U.S., so they're, they're all over, one in uh, Japan, and they start to realize, because then they're just going about their day, and next thing you know, the, one, the, the girl in India is hearing rain, and she's telling her, um, she's telling her dad, you know, where's the umbrella, and he's like, what are you talking about? They're, you know, it's sunny out, and then as it goes on, you, they start to overlap, and they start to kind of figure out, and they can project themselves in, and you don't really get, like, all eight at one time, but you'll get, a lot of times, these two will need something, and or they'll have that same emotion and kind of connect, and if I am connected to somebody, to the person in Russia, and I need them, and I can project myself there, then... I don't do anything like I'm talking in their head and they're talking to themselves and it's so they just take over and yeah. So, well, and then they can do that. Yeah. They can tap into kind of each other's strengths to help in, in, in situations that happen. But so it's a little, it's a little odd, but you have a lot of your, you try, they're trying to be very diverse in this eight group of eight people because yes, very you've, much. you've got Indian, you've got uh, English, you've got, I think it's Russian. Um, you have somebody from Kenya. It's an African country, I forget. And then you have um, you got the the white guy cop, and then you've got a trans hacktivist or former hacktivist, as Glenn Weldon was so upset to have to use that term again. But um, oh, Glenn! But yeah, but it's it's interesting. And then yeah, it does kind of it takes an episode or two, or maybe into the third episode before you finally kind of catch on with everything, and it gets a little bit easier. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent sure where this whole thing is going or what exactly is going on. Right. I like their side stories and they kind of, with, with them being able to help each other, but they have introduced this prote- uh, antagonist into the story and now we're trying to kind of find a way into the end of it, but... Yeah, with only two episodes left, it did seem like things were starting to wrap up, but uh, there's gay characters, of course. There's uh, at least one gay, one character, one uh, lesbian character. Yeah, you've got the gay guy in Mexico who's an actor <laughs> and then you've got the... Um, the trans woman who is a lesbian with... Oh, that's the trans woman. Okay. With um, uh, Freema, uh, Freema Aguiman. That was Freema? Yes. Yeah, that's right. I told Ooh. you if you didn't want to see Martha get finger banged to look I, away. I didn't get the Martha Because <laughs> she is thing. full on nude having yeah. lesbian sex. It was, it was very explosive. Say that, say yeah. That. And that, that's not even... I mean, that <sighs> was nothing. So then after that, we had the... All eight of them being born scenes, so we got to see oh, CG vulva and babies coming out, of, and lots of vagina water birth, <laughs> lots of natural birth. We had a I was, C-section. I was freaked out by the vagina birth. I was like, nobody told me about this. Everybody told me about the damn <laughs> bathhouse scene because uh, you at least get one penis in the show. There's one guy that's that's shown penis, and I heard about the bathhouse scene. Nobody told me about vagina. Nobody told me those the vagina births. Did oh, you have Tony, the usual? You, you do need to watch this then. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. the C-section uh, birth, for everyone, good for everyone not in the know, uh, our son will be born in less than three months now. You should prepare. That's some market research. So now I'm curious, though, because Brian's always had this weird thing where when a vagina is presented to him, he doesn't see it. All he sees is a void, well, like a in black fact, bar. All he I saw was a baby's brain. head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just coming teeth. out of nothingness. It, well, it wasn't so much you seeing the vagina. You are seeing a goddamn baby head yeah, coming it was out baby of it. Head. Oh, you saw some crowning? Oh, oh, to- yeah. oh totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you, like, you I didn't need to watch any... that one scene, honey. But, but the C-section <laughs> birth. The How many episodes in do I have to get? Ten. It's the ten. The end of the tenth episode. They go through all the births. Skip to the end. But the damn C-section was the one that freaked me the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, that was Because they're like... Yeah. It's like... Oh, Do you know what it looked oh. like? 
Empire Strikes Back. Cutting out of the cutting the the the, the what's the, the thought it smelled bad on the outside. Exactly, it was oh, it was so gross. Anyway, yeah. Um, so the the show is weird. Okay, I, I'm definitely interested. It sounds in that. very weird. Okay, uh, you can't jump. No, I know. I was I gonna know, stop it, but I, I, I said fuck it. It's not at a point where it's, it's gonna okay. be anything too bad. You need to if you go back I to the will. beginning, it may it may or may not be something that you would. Really, kind of jump into. But I've really, I've heard this. I've heard from people that are fans; yeah. they are rabid fans. Sure, I can I've see never that. heard somebody say it's okay. Either people just don't get it, right. or they're and oh my I, god, you have to watch. I it. like the sensibilities that have gone into the show. I like the idea of it. I love the fact there's gay characters. Uh, I guess there's bears in the promo, but they're not in the show. They're in the opening credit sequence. Yeah, like some hot bears licking an ice cream cone yeah, together. Yeah, I mean that that was kind of a bait and switch if I've ever seen one. But hmm. No. Um, I, you know, I did the, what, what really was weird to me is the fight scene that was going on, like the gay guy. And it makes more sense afterwards thinking about it. The gay guy was like in this really sort of slow-mo macho fight to I've save a, a girl. Clip of that. And he throws like flower pots at the guy. Like well, he's, because he's a, he's a homosexual well, actor. And I get it He plays now. the macho, like yeah. the telenovela, like macho, macho man. <laughs> and then he goes into this fight and then. He like punches, goes to punch the guy. The guy like grabs him, throws him over, like over his back into the um, the garden area. And when he comes up, he's holding two fucking flower pots. He's like, yeah. But it, it was like almost played for laughs, but it was not a funny moment because it was very serious. Oh I mean, god, no, I laughed. Well, we laughed, but it wasn't. I don't know if it was. I don't know. It's just, I, I'm pretty sure. I think it was played to be semi serious, semi serious, but at the same yeah. time, like. Well, the fucker just just came up with flower, flower pots in his hands. Yeah, like that's just ridiculous. yeah. But no, I, I, I am interested in it in, in theory, and, and I do want to see it eventually. So I don't know if it's going to get a second season, but uh, I'm interested. So. I think it's if, got a big enough Hemlock, fan base. If Hemlock Grove can get a second season, <laughs> yeah, barely That's anything yeah. on Netflix can get That's a second true. season. What I'm very excited about from Netflix is uh, – uh, Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. I haven't heard the they're TV doing that? show. Yeah, they're yes, doing as in going series. back to the beginning and yes, doing the whole book series. They're doing the whole thing now. I only hope they keep the same sensibility from the movie, but they're gonna they're, they're they want to shoot the whole series. Wow. So I'm hmm. very excited about that. Uh, I don't know when that's coming out. Um, and then what uh, else uh, television wise? There's not a whole lot. I mean, we're in the summer. Hannibal Pen- is. Do you keep up with Hannibal? I've I, fallen behind two episodes. Me too. Oh, I'm further behind than that. Um, as I'm, am I. Curious to see how they start to. That was one of the big things, actually, from SDCC. Hannibal had a panel. Uh, a panel. A panel. A panel. Um, they had a panel. Uh, panel. A Hannibal. Panel. 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 They had uh, Richard uh, Armitage there. Uh, Hugh Dancy. Uh, Brian Fuller, and then. And they didn't have Mads. Mads wasn't there. Oh. But they had uh, the main producer, uh, Martha De Laurentiis, De Laurentiis yeah. and they talked about. Basically, what the sound of it is from their end, they're not admitting defeat. Right. But they're definitely saying that it's going to look more like, for now, they're going to stop. Yeah, because the contract expired on the actors. Contracts expired. Brian Fuller's got his hands full with American Gods. Right. Getting everybody back together that quickly isn't going to happen. But they're still hopeful that they could, at the very least, do a movie. They're still talking about doing a Pushing Daisies thing. I mean, you know, hope springs eternal. But Yeah. It, yeah. We're still waiting for the Deadwood <laughs> movie to wrap everything up. Yeah. Right. But I mean, it's uh, I'm interested to see how they wrap everything up with that. Um, I have also not kept up with Halt and Catch Fire. That's another one I'm behind. I'm, I'm on. just going to wait till the whole season's done and then just probably not a bad idea. What sucks is I'm on an email thing from AMC, and in their title they basically kind of say, "Will so and so do such and such?" And I'm like, yeah. "Wait, what? I didn't." That's, ah. wh- that's why I hate being uh, following Hannibal on Facebook because <laughs> they just full on start playing the clip for the next episode yep. Yep. in the feed. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, I haven't seen this yet. Uh, Penny. Yep. 
Dreadful just wrapped up. Is that good? Uh, like the first the, season, kind of. It, it had. I actually had. It had a stronger season finale than the last season. Last season just kind of ended. It just kind of ended. Yeah. Yeah. This season it set them more because you know they're coming back for season three. Yeah. So I saw it, they got it, renewed. It definitely set up. It okay. Set yeah. up season okay. three big time. So I wonder yeah. if when they did one, they were just thinking, no, may not, may not come back. Let's just sort of do this thing. There were yeah. there were certain things for over the whole season that it, that certain things that worked, certain things didn't. Work. I don't love the witches thing. No. That, no. That and I didn't like their focus was so much on it, and yeah. when I I would really rather explore the other outlets well, in and, that show and ava green hopefully in the next season she'll stop playing somebody who's terrified and scared and getting the mental shit beat out of she her she seems to be empowered yeah. by this point yeah. and at the yeah. end of the season yeah. she definitely is oh good oh that's good yeah. i like i like her a lot I like yeah i like art. where they ended with her character yeah. i really uh, like that billy piper is yeah. at the uh, second half of the season she's putting in work working for that emmy because oh, she is letting yeah. all of her freak flags oh, fly. Oh, yeah. She had the scene. I think it was the second to last uh, episode. She just goes that... for it. She's probably like the, the spoiler alert, uh, the next, like the big bad for next season, along with really? maybe Dracula. But yes. now she's full on Bride of Frankenstein, right? And she embraces it. She knows exactly what she is. And she's like, hey, I'm an immortal. I am far superior to any of these people. And then she hooks up with uh, Dorian Gray. He's like, you're Plus immortal side, too. They of actually course. gave Dorian a purpose. And Good. Point. Yeah, he was kind of like, what's this But guy it really doing? was in the last 10 minutes of the, sh- of the last episode of okay. the season. Otherwise, it's. The whole yeah. first chunk of the uh, season is just kind of like, oh, they're both in relationships. How nice. Wasn't that special? The- yeah. <laughs> Do they, they get a little more with the wolf, uh, wolf man? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh yeah, Hartnett, you, you learn a lot more of his backstory. Um, everybody on the team pretty much learns about what his deal is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a there's a policeman that's chasing his identity. Yeah. Uh, he's got one arm. It was very reminiscent of uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, nice. Yeah, I thought that was a nice. Little, I don't know if that wasn't even intentional or not. Yeah, but, but that's still funny. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. Right. Uh, what channels? Showtime. 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 Which, if uh, if you have Hulu, you can it's now actually a big plus because now Hulu will have Showtime shows. Really? You can yep. Add it on for like a I can get rid of Showtime. Of, it's like you can add on Hulu or Showtime onto Hulu now for like a low price of like additional eight bucks. I you think. have to pay more though. You, yeah. you you basically oh. tack it onto your Hulu membership. Interesting. Oh. So total for Hulu. So they're not doing the HBO thing. They're doing this other thing that sort of piggybacks well, Sh- on. Showtime has something, but I think by itself, Showtime's membership is like twelve bucks. Yeah. This one is just an additional eight bucks on the eight you're already paying. Nice. So hmm. it's a slight discount, and it's all tied together. I like it. Yeah. Hi Oral. Hi everybody. How's it Hold going? Uh oh. So but I made it. You did. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Have um, you seen Ant Man? No. No. Okay. I knew I knew he wouldn't be here for Ant Man. That that was fun. That worked out well. Like you didn't get spoiled or anything. Uh, We're talking TV now. Oh, okay. Well, I can, I can, I can sum up my view on Ant Man. If there are two people I hate more in the Marvel universe, it's Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne. Well, one so of them it's, isn't even in the movie. Mm, I've heard. So, uh, any other television that uh, Oral you are enjoying a lot right now? I I finally caught up on Gotham. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, let's yeah. not go down that dirty path again. I, I finally caught up on Gotham. You know what? Are you, are you a Gotham weird. apologist? No, but I really... I'm not apologizing for it. You either like it or you don't. But I... You liked it. I liked, I liked the whole like deconstruction of Barbara. Ugh. Like That was really Jesus. cool. Yeah. Um, really? Other than that, like, it was fine. Yeah. And they pretty much... That was another thing from uh, San Diego is... They've more or less confirmed who the Joker is going to be or who the proto-Joker, the they... Jerome kid who yeah. killed his, his mama. Yeah. So dreamy. Well, of course you. I can't, can, I can't. Holy shit, the light came on. I said, girl. 
<laughs> I get that actor confused with the guy from We're the Millers yeah. and Maze Runner, mm-hmm. one who looks like a Howdy Doody. Uh, yeah. No, he's on Shameless. Yeah, I've never seen the American Shameless. Oh, and he was oh. in um, uh, The Giver. He was one of the guys in The Giver. He was like the antagonist friend. Oh, shit. Had yeah. I known that, I would have seen that movie. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. Either. That was pretty good. I don't yeah. think anyone saw it. I yeah. watched I it, so and it either. wasn't bad. Thanks, Walden Media. <laughs> um, those high-quality movies. So, yeah, TV. I mean, we kind of wrap that I mean, up. Did you guys ever talk oh. about Game of Thrones? No, we don't talk about Game of Thrones. Because certain people Brian's have watched it. eight seasons behind. <laughs> I'm two now. And hasn't even read the books. Well, Dragon does that matter now? Because they're going off book, basically. It's still, off it book. still can count. I mean, there's certain things. I mean, they're still getting guidance from Yeah, they're still doing yeah. the major plot still, points. Okay, there's still big sweeping pop, uh, plot <coughs> points that they're... I mean, I basically know enough to be like, oh, that happened. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get caught up. I am going to get caught up. Yeah, okay. I do want to get caught up by the next season. I say that every Got season. Time. Every got... season. And like poor Pat, like, Pat, girl, still waiting. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> He'll never know if winter came. <laughs> Lord. Winter's still coming. I don't know. It's, it's getting closer, though. Yeah. Winter, yeah. winter apparently Winter took likes a... to edge, is <laughs> what we're saying. Yeah. Winter's an edger. Winter yeah. took a Viagra. Winter's going to be <laughs> coming for going. a while. Yeah. Um, now we talked about SDCC a little bit. Uh, we talked about the trailers and all that. Was there anything that you noticed from SDCC comic book wise that interested you or got you excited? I don't really remember a whole lot of comic news coming out of it, except for Vertigo. Right? What about Vertigo? Vertigo like is back with a vengeance. They have a lot of people coming on, which makes me think they redid their contracts. Because that was the whole thing, keeping people away. Well, see, here's my catch. Well, here's my here's my thing about <laughs> Vertigo. I really like Vertigo. When I got back into comic books, Vertigo was, because I had a shit ton of stuff to catch up on, Vertigo was it for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, Vertigo hasn't done anything recently. It's and been, they've, yeah. they've been claiming that, you know, we're in the midst of this big push, but we haven't really seen much of anything. Well, the one that really caught my eye from SCCC is Gil Hernandez of the Hernandez Brothers of Love and Rockets mm. with art by Darwin Cook. That is like two huge cartoonist, you know, re- legends working together on a book. I forgot what it's called, but it's got like one of these fantasy titles. like And that's Lost the problem. Boys You've or... already forgotten what it's called. <laughs> well, and you're supposedly <laughs> very excited. No, you're right. It. No, and the hook was sort of like one of those fantasy type hooks. But, you know, they have uh, Gail Simone doing a book. Um, a lot of people who otherwise would have been, I think, at Image. And they've gotten them to sign up. So, again, the Image is in this amazing era right now where they just have all these great creators. And they're doing all these different titles, different genres. Sales are great. But the fact that they announced these new Vertigo books means that Vertigo is still a player. It means it's still something. DC, what, a few years ago, DC kind of dismantled Vertigo. They took a lot of well, their the mainstay stories. Uh, the editor, what's her name? Karen, um, I forgot her last name. She left, and she was the reason why a lot of the creators had even done it. Right. She was the evangelist for this whole brand. Like they converted like the Swamp Thing and John Constantine. Well, it made right. them primarily. You know what? They're DC proper now. Yeah, they not... graduated from the fringe, so to speak. To right, like the and they shows. became more for better or for worse. A lot friendly. of people don't really love what they did with Constantine. Although the new one, I think, is really good. The new one's very good. Um, I, I, did I tell you I talked to James Tinian at uh, Heroes. Yes, he's a really nice guy. Uh, I didn't forgot he was gay, for, or. or at least bisexual, but I think he had get identifies as gay. And like you know, we talked about the. Why uh, are you just putting this man's business out in the street? You're not even sure. Well, no, no, publicly. Like, can we let's just throw <laughs> an allegedly just to be on the side? You no. might be bi. He might publicly identify. MSNBC guy who outed Tim Cook from Apple. Like, Listen. oh man, 
gay he CEO. Is he gay? He didn't come up to me like, oh, by the way. No. He, uh, that, that, remember that beat with the guy, the bartender who comes on to Constantine? They flirt and all that. Uh-huh. So, like, we were talking about that and, you know, Constantine's, you know, coming out and all this other stuff. Anyway, um, but, no, I, I'm very happy what they're doing, Constantine. What other uh, books have been coming out recently that you're surprised or happy with the reception or your personal reaction to? Because we talked a little bit about, like, a couple weeks ago we did our comics thing, so I don't want to go mm. too crazy. But were there any, like, the last couple weeks that just, you know, stood out to you? I mean, not really. I, I think we might have talked about We Are Robin, which was interesting. Hmm. Um, but really with the way – oh, Justice League. Justice League has gotten better and better. But Dark like, Side War. Mm-hmm, for Dark Side War. But, like, the way Bat things – Bat God. Bat God, yes. Bat God. Uh, with the way things kind of fell, like we've talked about a glut of stuff oh, because yeah. it's just been some really tiny weeks recently. It has been weird. Um, I, I actually, this past week, uh, got the Spire, which I had uh, a friend of mine on Facebook, Jeff Stokely, uh, and I don't remember how or why, but I really liked his uh, art for something. And what I love about this is not only do you have a lesbian main protagonist, uh, but you're getting like a very Miyazaki-esque sort of fantasy book, but not as child. I mean, it's not, it's not like, I mean, not Miyazaki's childish, but you know, more adult oriented, uh, almost like if you took profit and the Miyazaki, like, uh, uh, Nausicaa mm-hmm. sort of mix those two flavors together and you made a book, Nausicaa. which is just, you know, kind of weird, but, um, and Simon Spurrier, which I assume that's Cy Spurrier. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, he has like his one name for this and this thing, but I mean, I didn't love his X-Force book. I thought it was really confusing and convoluted. Oh, but I thought you'd love all trash X-Force books. It was a legacy book. Hopelesses. <laughs> I actually liked Hopelesses. Did it get, did it get shadier in here? A little bit. Hopelesses X-Force was really good. And then I actually also liked, um, oh, crap, what's his name? Uh, Remender's X-Force? Well, Remender's X-Force, uh, no doubt. Um, uh, Rob Liefeld's X-Force? Yeah, well, <laughs> Sam Humphreys. I liked his book a little bit. But no, the Spire, uh, Spurrier, I didn't care for his X-Force. But the Spire is really good. And it's only the first issue that's just come out. I'm really excited to get it. I think I even asked you because um, I, I, didn't, I didn't put it on my, my, uh, my, uh, my poll. But I you know, read a lot about it. It was really good. So uh, the Batman thing also was kind of interesting to me this week because, uh, again, spoilers. We're talking about comics. You're not up to date. It's not a big deal. Uh, they killed off Batman a couple weeks ago or months ago, I guess now. Before Convergence or whatever. So the new Batman book comes out. And who comes trotting through the... Was that like a, a soup kitchen or a youth ministry? Or I don't even know what it was. Like Bruce Wayne just hanging out, all bearded, hanging, doing his stuff. He was allegedly killed. Yeah. Oh, okay. In an underground now, battle with the Joker. Admittedly, I'm not saying this is... A, I'm not saying that that is going to stick for long. And I'm not saying that this is even actually Bruce Wayne. But it was kind of an interesting sort of swerve to... Early on, second issue in this new Batman uh, status quo, Jim Gordon, stashless, by the way. Jim and Gordon. Does that mean that they put a stash on the Batman suit? The, the Batman <laughs> has a mustache? I mean, kind of. He's got ears. He's got bunny ears. I mean, so that's sort of the new stash. Has a, has a fade, getting new hair did. <laughs> um, Actually, you know, kind of bulky. He has a Batman suit that looks like Batman Beyond a little bit with some gold piping on there. Oh, so very it's, colorful. It's kind of kind of weird. But no, um, you know, they're just brand new era, new all new Batman, all new whatever, and they tried out Bruce Wayne. I was like, hmm. that, that was expected. That lasted long. Yeah. But um, I really enjoyed that, too, actually. I really enjoyed the, the relaunch of that. Um, yeah, I don't remember a lot else this week. The book Starve came back. I know that's the second Starve issue of that. Starve did come out, and I, 
<coughs> do I love it? No, but I I like it. I think I it's like the interesting. Prince, I mean, to, did, I, did I tell you about Starfire? I know we talked about it last time, but just if you, if you didn't hear last last episode, go back, listen to all our crazy comic talk. Um, it's uh, basically a food chef, celebrity chef. Yes, because you said this was like Anthony Bourdain in a book. A gay Anthony Bourdain brought back to cook uh, for very rich people and cook things that are like like dog and crazy culinary, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is a comic book. It's, it's a fairly unique topic. Um, yeah, I don't know. What other, was there anything else in the last couple of weeks? There? Oh, Airboy. We talked about Airboy, of course, which, by the way, so you, we had a great Airboy discussion. If you really like talking about gender identity and representation and privilege and all that good stuff, go back to the episode previous to this. Also on Comic Book Bears, a bunch of white men basically sit there and talk about the same no. issue. I know, shocking. <laughs> but no, I felt like we did a good job uh, discussing I think we that. Did too. I was going <laughs> to apologize for sounding so militant, but then I thought, no. fuck it. No, you didn't. You, fuck you all. You were, you were not bad at all. I actually was glad that you were, you were weighing in on it because, again, I feel like I, you know, my we representation. We need the black is, perspective. No, my representation is sort of the, is, is unfortunate, especially on Comic Bears. It's like everybody. Well, but, it's, um, all, it's all white men. Yeah. It's I mean, all I, white cisgendered men. White cisgendered one, men. Five of them. And then at least here we've got a minority perspective. You should perspective. be ashamed of yourself for existing. No. And not feeling bad about yourself. <laughs> I flog existing. myself every morning when I wake up. I do it That's at night. what you're calling it? I do it yeah. at night. I do it in the shower oh, with some soap. Oh. <laughs> flog myself silly. Oh, silliness. Um, <coughs> we, we glossed over a couple things like video games. I assume there's no big video game excitement going on right um, now. Is there? Checking in weekly for No Man's Sky. Still not here yet. No. You're excited by that? I didn't know you were into Little that. by little. Here's little. another test footage. Uh-huh. Here's they, a little, another explanation about what we're doing in the game. 18 minutes, I watched a, a IGN video. Yeah. Um, and it looks great. It looks great. It looks fantastic. We still haven't seen anything. The universe is becoming smaller as the game goes on, though. Like, they keep saying... At, at first, when they first announced the game, it was like, you know, you have your own whole universe to explore, and it's massive. And then, more recently, they're like, okay, so here's what happens when you get to the center of the universe. you probably take you a couple of weeks, but you'll get there. You know, it's like, oh, you're, yeah. putting, a, you're putting a lid on my, on my dreams. The new King's Quest comes out next week. I don't know what that is. I keep seeing it show up on Are Facebook. Are you kidding me? King's Quest? You, you know of it. Um, no. Really? No, I don't. Oh, Oral. He's Is young. there treasure in it? Well, no, yes. I, I remember seeing the games like way back in the day. Right. And I know that they exist, well, but so I never played any of them. The new the one is totally, it's a reboot, but it's not out of continuity. So it's old King Graham looking back on his old adventures and having them in a way that sort of lets you try different things you as know part what? of the hey, storytelling. Doesn't matter. Here's your chance to Seriously? experience King's Quest. Uh, it's an Cap, adventure game. Cat from Nerdy Show, uh, they spent some time with the developers that were at um, uh, E3, and they played some demos. And, like, Cap and I, like, he was so excited about it. And he wasn't even, I don't think, an original fan of them. But he said, it's, no, it's really fun, and it's a great idea. Like, that whole narrative sort of, oh, this could happen. No, this happened. Oh, I don't remember now. You know, all that stuff. Um, so I'm excited about that. Final Fantasy fourteen. of course. I had two weeks off of my addiction. How'd I'm, that go? Uh, actually, you know, you get back in, you, you're like, I don't, I don't really, I don't miss it. I, I didn't play it very much the first couple of days. Just wait until you get into Heaven's Word. Well, it's see, that's, I'm in, I'm in the awkward amazing. in-between era. 
I just fought King Moogle, Moogle yeah. Mog, whatever, mm-hmm. which is cute. I mean, he's a he's a mogul. It's it's cute. Ding, oh. ding, ding, and I'm ding, not crafting. Ding, ding. I don't craft that much. I do have video game <laughs> news. I'm finally playing Ape Escape Two. Oh, you did? Is that the one you went with? Mm-hmm. I saw the debate. Yeah. Um. And so I I was I was at a flea market uh, yesterday digging through old video games. PlayStation uh, 1 games. PlayStation 2 games. Oh, oh was Ape Escape 2 was on 2? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I'm just like, do I want Ape Escape 2, which I've always wanted to play in something lighthearted, or Metal Arms? And so Metal Arms is on ten, for $10 on the marketplace, <coughs> so I think I'm going to just buy it on the marketplace. Yeah. But um, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. Shitty graphics. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous <laughs> little jokes. And I'm, I'm hitting monkeys with RC cars. It's not bad. It's kind of fun, actually. I'd love that. Static Shock's out for uh, Steam. They re-released that. System Shock? System Shock. Sorry. Not Static, static Shock's the uh, The Milestone DC <laughs> yeah, yeah. that just yeah, yeah, keeps getting banished that. to the lands of winds and ghosts. They are bringing back Milestone again, evidently. That was another thing at SDCC. But, um, oh, video game-wise. Uh, System Shock. We all went and saw the Legend of Zelda Symphony of the Goddesses. How was that? It was very Fantastic. Good. Yeah. Very they good. did all the major titles and even a couple of deep cuts, like uh, the uh, sequel, direct sequel to Wind Waker, the one on the DS. Yeah. They did some Phantom of those, Hourglass. Yeah, they did some of the stuff yes. from that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a couple of encores. Yeah. Uh, more Majora's Mask stuff. They did uh, Skyward Sword. Of course, uh-huh. that was Skyward the closing Sword, number. Yeah. Was Battle of the Goddess. Link, link. Between worlds, link between worlds. Actually, okay. link between they worlds. That one, yeah. Uh, link to the past. They'd so some of our um, our find me alpha guys are in that. Uh, Kit was in the chorus. I saw so some of like my, that was really cool. I was like, I know people doing some this. Some of my ex girlfriend was in the chorus as oh, well. Oh, all right. That's did good. did they do song of storms? <coughs> no, actually. then I don't fucking care. I'm glad I didn't <laughs> waste my money. Damn near everything else in Ocarina too. They did the fucking Hyrule Field. They did the Gerudo Valley. Oh, they did everything except song of storms. Boo, boo his. <laughs> Did oh, you yeah. just say some of your ex-girlfriend was in the show? Yes. Some of her. Just yes. some of her. Just, just from the, on the camera, just from the shoulder up. Since Wait, they broke which up, one? she just became you know a damn well which one. Right, yeah. I, was, I was thinking, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, again, this was sort of an abbreviated show. We definitely are glad that uh, you all listened to us. And we will be back very soon with a hopefully fuller cast, or at least as many as we have here today. Better late than never. Dragon's right. new spandex. There are some things coming that are going to be excited, so just hang on. Yeah, We'll get back to it very soon, I promise. Okay, uh, I, um, I've decided since Comic-Con <laughs> cosplayers have already taken the uh, nun shaming Cersei and everybody else uh-huh. as they walk through, I might just be Ruby Rod for Halloween this year. Nice. But I have to lose a lot of weight for it because, you know, if I'm going to wear black spandex with red roses. Got to be flawless. <laughs> and I'm going to have to be sent to the gods. Ooh, this green. Be fun. Super I'm, green. I'm very excited uh, for that. And if you have any very interesting questions or drag queens you'd recommend for us or special topics you'd like to hear us talk about, sure. of course, you know about the Nerdy Show's Patreon uh, support page that is a great place to go and suggest new microsets for the whole Nerdy Show Network but we are also of course interested if you want to earmark any of them for us please let them know that you want to hear us talk about stuff um, you can find us of course if you have not found us already I mean you have to if you're hearing this but SoundCloud Stitcher Facebook pretty much Flame On Show just look for it you'll find it and um, they, they may have found us 40,000 feet in the air on an airplane if one of our listeners happens to be talking about us and then they give them the Kickstarter episode to listen to while they're on their flight. Yep. Like Matt did. Wait, what? You did not see that post? No. 
Yeah, when Matt was coming back from Germany. Okay. Because he oh, hurt himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I did see yeah. that. I did see, I'm sorry. Yeah, so he was on the plane flying back from Germany, yes. and he was talking to uh, to some people and uh, about the show. Forgot so he had that. the uh, the LGBT Kickstarter episode, popped it up on his phone, and had them listen to it. Mr. Mr. Hyder, another uh, Media Mess alumni. True. Hashtag Gimpy Kitchen. I think so, yeah. Gimpy yeah. Kitchen. Is that his new show? That's what he always posts uh, posts oh, on Facebook. I know, I know. You know, I don't even know what year we are into this podcast, but you guys keep bringing that that sad, sad. Okay, you know you're outnumbered right now, right? Yeah. There's a lot of media mess people are here right now. Do you see this face? <laughs> Does this face look like you can? Well, Four out of five cast members. That's right. <laughs> I will say, and this. y'all still can't do an episode. Claymon has certainly eclipsed in terms of episodes. You know, we're getting into the '90s, right? Are we at like? This, I think, may be 90. This yeah. might be the 90th. The 90th in a sequential <laughs> sense. With it's like creative numbering, so we're actually above that, but <laughs> we're going to treat it as gospel. So when we get to 100, you know we're going to have to have something crazy. We'll have Maybe all the greats our... come back. All the greats. And some of the lessers. <laughs> oh. oh, is Joshua flying in? <laughs> no, but, I mean, we'll, we'll drop him a note. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and if you're going up to New York, please don't forget that we also will be represented at San, uh, New York Comic Con Super Week with the Comic Book Bears versus Flame On event at Rock Bar on Tuesday, whatever date that is, October at- something. We'll have much more. If you go on Facebook, you'll find out more about it. But we're all going to be represented in some way, shape, or form, whether that be video presence, Skype. Admiral Rock Bar? No. It's no? not a trap. No. No. I'm going to be the only actual, like, just flame on person at this he, fucking panel. It's true. It's true. It, only one. Doing this. <laughs> it's going to be the fucking Here's comic book bears. Brian is on both shows, and then me. I think I you have know, to recuse I myself. Think I would go. I think I got something going. When was that yeah, day? Yeah, that's around that time. Isn't it? Beginning of October? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's, what he's do I some have? Plans. Some plans. Some things happening. Things is it plans. bocce ball? Coming out of the <laughs> Yes. It's about the size of a bocce yeah, ball. it's actually bigger. Oh, <laughs> Weight of a bocce ball? There was... Wait a minute. I'll put the, maybe I'll a little the, bigger. I'll put the end of Sense 8, Episode 10 on, and we'll... Uh, we'll <laughs> we can all see what's coming for October. Oh, yeah. Sense 8's fun. You should watch that. Oh, yeah. No, I've already watched Sense 8. Oh, Sense okay. 8 is one of the things... I, have we watched it in between? Has it come out in between? Yeah. I've pretty much watched everything that's come out for for um, Netflix, and you know, I'm totally, I'm totally about Sensei. And I took See? him into my mouth like a holy communion. Best, <laughs> best line of the entire series. Yes! Yes! yes. yes. Oh, God. When did these crows get here? <laughs> They've been here for a little bit. Um, and what else? Flame On is all over the place. Please find us. Please talk to us. We love nothing more than hearing from you. I love seeing emails. I love getting questions for us to discuss on the show. I love us hearing just good reviews on SoundCloud or wherever. So uh, please go check that out. And, and a uh, huge thank you to Bethany Borden of Outhouse <laughs> Games for our theme music. Yes, that our kicky theme music. Our, yeah, thanks. And uh, also, uh, Matt Broussard, I want to thank personally for his little rendition of me. Thank him on your on the other show. Uh, we, he's on the other show. We thank him all the time. But is no, that, I, is I that really Facebook profile. You yeah, I right really now? love the job he did. So I, I just, I, I have to thank him. He's really definitely good. accentuates your high forehead. <laughs> oh. You are like five fifty percent forehead, which is so funny because it's not like I'm worried about going bald. I mean, no. you look like you're going more bald than I am. Because I shaved my head. No, you shaved your head. So <laughs> I got a high widow's peak. Yeah. No, you don't. It's not a widow's peak. Yeah, I don't know what that is called. 
a landing strip. A landing strip. I was going to go a geographic tongue because you have that as well. It's I do. Geographic it's forehead. Just a hairline. That's right. and, oh, oh, and if you go to flameonshow.com. Thank you for taking it off of my hair. If you go to flameonshow.com, you can see our new pictures. That's true. And we have a whole new portal that will take you to the episodes, of course, on all the various sites, but it also has all our awesome promos that Pat put together. So if you have not been to flameonshow.com recently, it is totally different, and you should check it out. I like how I'm giving a mischievous look. I'm just like, what was I thinking of when Pat took this picture? No. I can't figure it out, <laughs> but I'd really like to know. It was, it was it was really good pictures, so we're very happy. We have good representation out there now. We just need people to let us know that we're listening, because I love hearing that. So please let us do. Let us know. Whatever. And uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got? Yeah. All right. I'm done. Well, thanks for coming. Thank and you thanks for, for having listening. me. And uh, on that note, flame off. Thanks for listening to Flame On, a podcast made possible by Powder Milk Biscuits, the ones in the blue box, a comic shop, and the generous support of tops and bottoms like you. If you want to be one of our sugar daddies, you can help out by telling a cute single friend about us, reviewing us on iTunes, or putting some dollars down our digital G-string in our monthly support drive. For more ridiculously entertaining and socially enlightening episodes of Flame On, as well as other fine programs, head on over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to Flame On and all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes. And be sure to find us on Twitter at Flame On Podcast or Facebook on our Flame On fan page. And make sure to check out flameonshow.com for more nerdy queer in your ear. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.